to a Black Girl in College podcast. Where we are two black girls sharing our experiences of this bumpy journey called college. In doing so, we hope to create a comfortable and safe space for those who may relate to our experiences. We're your hosts, Kiki and Mo. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing finding, finding a, a balance. balance. All right, guys. So this one we definitely saved for like later in the semester because it's like we can't find we can't talk about finding a balance if we ain't even already started this semester. But today we just want to share with you guys like the ways that we find balance and the way to maintain them. And that balance comes with just like life, school, work, all the extracurricular activities that you're in, you know, family, friends. Like there's, there's a lot of aspects in your life that you got to keep going and you got to find a balance in between it. So before we start, maybe we should assess what it what it is that we're currently balancing as students. So mm-hmm. what are you currently like juggling like in life? Because it changes, you know, sometimes you drop <clears throat> stuff and – you join you other stuff, right? You pick mm-hmm. up five other things, mm-hmm. you know. So, <laughs> well, me, I'm juggling two jobs right now. Um, one of them is is low commitment, so it's not like I'm working ten hours a week on that one job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got two jobs doing my seventeen credit hours, um, this podcast, mm-hmm. and I have two leadership positions. So those are like the overall things I'm juggling. Also, trying to put together my portfolio. So. Doing internship research, stuff mm-hmm. like that, trying to still be a successful student and um, put forth the best quality of work. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely, definitely agree. Um, yeah, definitely working, uh, trying to find internship. Uh, got one leadership thing going on. And um, like you said, just trying to best the fourth that I can as a student um, family things those have been popping up a little bit more mm-hmm. but definitely <clears throat> trying to fit God all around in between all of that because if not it's it's just not balancing for me it's just yeah. it's just it's not giving what it's supposed to have gave if God ain't a part of the equation for me so what I what I want to ask is so when it comes to college like think about when you were a freshman or we can talk about now because freshman was a long time ago Mm-hmm. But did you immediately find a balance, or did it take time? Um, I would say it takes time. It, or it took me time, and um, just figuring out, like, my boundaries and what my real priorities are and not hearing, listening so much, too, about like what everybody else says your priorities need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like right now I have a really good balance because even though I listen to all those things that I'm doing, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overdoing my part. My mental health is good. So right. I think I'm at a place where I found really good balance. Mm-hmm. So how about you? Did you find balance just like mm-hmm. that, or was it a little process? Yeah. Um, I had, before coming to college that freshman year, I had just recently gave my life over to God. So mm-hmm. it was it was that before then, because I was already in school coming to you and I, but it was, okay, now we got God in it. You know, everything, everything, I think everything changes, I think. Mm-hmm. Or if you weren't doing much before that was so worldly, then not much changes. But, and I'm not saying I was out here like that, so please don't believe. I'm just saying a lot of things do change and that God assesses within you that has to change. So that was really, it took time because I wanted to make sure things wasn't um, being disrespectful to God, mm-hmm. harming me, you know, making sure. I, I really wanted to set myself on the best path possible, like, my main focus wasn't even, like, setting up my room 
or classes, it was like, I need to find a Bible study. Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get on the right track and make sure, like, he knew that I was serious about this. Like, I wasn't playing and, you know, basically, yeah. So it definitely took time and still trying to, I guess I'm still trying to find a balance because one part of it, school, is, is, is really getting to me. But yeah, it, it'd be like that, I guess. It'd be like that sometimes, so. It do. Yeah. So, um. Do you think that it's best to have a balance or should you focus on one thing at a time? Um, <clears throat> well, I, I want to give no advice to anybody on what to do with their, like, their life. I know some people, they like to do multiple things at once. Some people do one. I believe all things are possible through Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do, as long as I got that desire in my heart, I'm going to do it. That's why I'm doing so many things now. I don't exactly. do stuff just to do stuff. I do stuff because I actually want to do it. And I'm passionate about it. And I don't like to choose. And I also like proving people wrong. So if you say I can't do this, this, and that, I'm going to do this, this, and that. Just because mm-hmm. I want to. So um, I think it's up to the person, honestly. Some people, they function better with... Um, learning just doing one thing at a time some people like Mm -hmm. to busy themselves sometimes that's not a good thing sometimes you know it could be an avoidance type of mechanism definitely gotta figure um, out what you're doing it for and why definitely the the why is very important Mm -hmm. but i think there can be pros and cons to both everybody is in different places in their life right now i know me always doing so much at once like for a short period of time and there's times like it's a phase so it'll happen like on and off but sometimes Mm -hmm. i'm like okay maybe i'm doing too much but there's always value in me doing a lot. Right. Yeah. But then there's also, I don't know, there's different seasons of your life because there's sometimes where I'm not doing much, but mm-hmm. there's value in both. So right. what about you? Do you? Would you prefer, like, multiple things, juggling them and balancing mm-hmm. them or just one at a time? Um, I think it's, I, and I'll speak for myself, it's been a mix. Sometimes I'm able to focus on one thing because it's like you've balanced everything and it's like, you ain't got really no family things going on, you know, that need your immediate attention or school's going okay right now, and it's really just work that you got to simmer down and put it back in its place so everything can stay balanced. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely a um, it's a mixture of both, and I, I definitely love you saying, like, I'm putting God in it, you know, like, regardless. So if he says I'm capable, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely, definitely learned the hard way of, like overextending myself which we'll get into because it's like you can do multiple things but it's like are you overextending yourself are you ignoring your the signs your body is giving you and I've and I think that's why it was always so difficult for me to say no Mm -hmm. because it's like well if I can do it why not do it you know what I mean but it's like um you also got 57,000 other things that you just said you were going to do and you can't keep committing yourself to things and I'm now I'm definitely been going committing myself to things I'm able to completely give myself to and if God said it's okay. Otherwise it's just it's just not gonna happen. So I definitely think it's a mixture of both. And like you said, it's about the seasons in your life. So some for some people it's better to, you know, do multiple things and some for some people it's better to focus on one thing. And I ain't gonna lie, I do prefer focusing on one thing because I think mm-hmm. I get less stressed. Um, I do not do well under pressure. I really don't. <laughs> That's why I don't. That's why I like staying organized because if I start procrastinating, I feel that pressure later to get all these things done. So I think it's definitely a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when you do feel unbalanced? Ideally, I want to say, oh, we want to go take a shower. We just want to simmer down. That's when I just completely just like stop everything. 
I sit at my desk and I'm like, what is going on? Like, what happened? How do we, I like to backtrack my steps. So it's like, so I can recognize when these signs happen again, you've dealt with it before. What did you do then type of thing? So I just like to sit first if I can and like talk to God. Cause like most of the time I'm putting off that conversation with him anyway, when he's already probably been trying to send me signs that like you're doing way too much. And then it's like, I'm also, when I know I'm doing too much and not feeling good about it, it means I'm not like finding a balance of focusing on him and reminding, like, I'm doing it because he's asked me to, you know, and to glorify and, and, like, please him. So first I do that, and I guess if I can, I'm going to try to take a day to myself so mm-hmm. I can, like, reassess everything and, like, reorganize. Like, I mean, in college, you obviously can't you can't do that all the time, I will say, because yeah. uh, that class ain't going to stop for you or, you know, certain things just ain't going to stop for you because you just need it. But at the same time, if you need to take it, and I literally just had this conversation with my sister, and, and that's why I love her because she always reminds me of, like, don't do too much. Like, you know what happens when that happens. Mm-hmm. And, like, she encouraged me to take a day because I have been fighting the cold, but at the same time trying to figure out, like, what is God showing me in that as well. And before, I was just really overextending myself. So mm-hmm. so what do you do when you feel unbalanced? Um, I'm, I usually stop whatever I'm doing in that moment and – um, I just talk to God about how I'm feeling, what's going on, mm-hmm. um, just bringing all of my my problems to him, my anxiety to him, and just reminding myself that I'm not a robot because I realize, like, a lot of times when I'm unbalanced, I'm just moving and not pausing because I feel like we're just trained to be robots and just Absolutely. go through the motions. So I have to stop myself and just kind of, like, reassess, like, what am I actually doing? I walk back and forth three, four times, and everything is just a mess. But just, you know, mm-hmm. seeing the root of things is... I usually just talk to God. I can't even lie. There's not like no, no deep. Um, there's not a deep answer for that. No, for real. Um, my main priorities right now is just self care and spending time with God. So I make sure I spend an hour with Him minimum every single day. So usually, like, if things are unbalanced, overwhelmed, like it just that's really just it. I just need to recenter myself, mm-hmm. um, take a moment of rest, and I've gotten better. Like, I got into the habit of not timing myself. Like, oh, I need a five minute break. I got into the habit of, like, I need a break until I don't need a break. Mm-hmm. So even if it seems inconvenient, even if I have a whole bunch of assignments to do, just really trusting that, like, God's going to take care of it. Two days ago, I took a three-hour nap and then went to work. Like, I mean, you know, as a college Boom. student, sometimes it's like, okay, like, that's three hours. You could have been productive. But I wasn't going to be productive. So just but being still. But your body still, needed it, though. Just being still and actually rethinking my to-do list, rewriting my to-do list and re-looking at my calendar. Like, do I really need to have this done right now or these um, fake deadlines that I'm giving myself? So right. I just find my balance in mm-hmm. Christ. That's that's the simple answer because that's, I mean, that's really the only answer too. I was but, about to say, that's not even I mean, simple. That's the only, and I, yeah. I definitely love that you said just like, it's not even a deep like thing that I do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I just have to go talk to God because he's He's going to recenter me. He's going to refocus me. And sometimes, I don't know about you, sometimes I do things and I forget why I did them. Yeah. Like, why I said yes. Mm-hmm. Why I started it. <laughs> so it's like really trying to think about my future self. Like, should we do this? And sometimes I'll be telling people at this point, I'm going to have to get back to you. Because mm-hmm. it's like I have to figure out what is on my plate, what I'm not eating, like what's been sitting there. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to go. Or um, and I, if, if you have to make room for something, you probably shouldn't do it. Or if it's something you really want to do, you need to like – figure out, like, you're going to have to drop something to pick up something else. You can't pick up something with both your hands full. It's just not possible. 
So, mm-hmm. so do you have like any boundaries for others to like not disturb your peace or like um, your balance basically? I feel like when it comes to boundaries, um, I think that's something that we're all learning mm-hmm. as humans. That's something like I don't care what what your household looked like when you were younger. I just feel like nobody was ever taught what boundaries were. I didn't even know what boundaries were until my second year of college. And, like, when you're a kid, it's always because I said so. Even if it's a household that has good communication, you still, like, kids don't have boundaries because kids supposed to have, don't have business. Exactly. So it's like. You ain't got no business with your door closed. You ain't got no business doing this, saying this. You're like, supposed to tell. Like, you know, like, you don't have any business, don't have any privacy, privacy mm-hmm. regardless of how healthy your family dynamics At were all. or unhealthy. So it's like, for me, I'm. I'm actually very, I've gotten to a place where I'm good at setting boundaries, but it's at the point where people, other people don't even understand boundaries. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's not their fault. I can't get mad to an extent, but it's, I don't know. So uh-huh. I, going back to the question though, the boundaries that I put no, up to protect good. my peace is uh-huh. I'm, I'm heavy on the word no. And That's I can statement. see that it upsets people and even like close people, but it's like, I'm at a point where it's like. You know, God told me this. This ain't even just me being stubborn, and uh-huh. and maybe it is, but that's okay. You know, we all learning and living, and I'm comfortable with that. But there we go. Heavy on the word no. Um, to protect my peace, I definitely like. I've been in an isolation period basically this whole semester, and it's been good. It's been uh-huh. great. I don't like going out, and I'm good to refuse going out. Um, I'm trying to find other ways to be loving towards others, and because um, there's that saying, you know, treat others how you want to be treated, but. Yes. I am relearning to treat others how they want to be treated. So I'm trying to be at the start of that, mm. seeing other ways that I can show love and appreciation towards others, but like up. not We're in. to follow up on that data. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're to follow up on that because I mean, might be on to something. It's, it's been working so far. I, I've had to be more creative, I guess, in mm. ways of showing love, but it's like I, I can't show up for you. And like to an extent, I can't put myself down just to show just up for you. Mm-hmm. So it's like don't I don't want to not be supportive, but there's there's an extent of where I have to like draw the cause line. Because for you, you're you're feeling supported and happy, but as soon as I leave the room, like I'm drained. drained. I'm at negative e. I came here Can't, with you're not like charged. I shouldn't got drained that much. You drained right. me worth the two days worth of homework. Drained the type mm-hmm. of drain I got trying to trying to support. So it's no, like that's crazy. <laughs> trying to for the, like my boundaries to protect my peace is just it's really setting those boundaries and being mm-hmm. firm on them. Um, definitely been seeking God's word of what he says about boundaries. And I'm good for watching a motivational um, YouTube video and stuff As like well. that. Just just learning more about what boundaries are. This has been like a, a three-year journey of learning what a boundary is. And it's mm-hmm. crazy because, like, it seems like such a simple word, but we're not taught that at all. So It's not. That's three years when it should have been, you know, more it more years. Been, it should have been, been from, from birth. birth. <laughs> like, yeah, it should have been when you like, was really born. Like, it should be 21 like, years. Like, for real, it's not 21. It's, it's not. not even given one-third of it. So. so, yeah, I think that's just something um, still trying to set in place. Mm-hmm. I had to ask the question because um, it was for – I had to fill out a form. It was like, how would you describe yourself or how would others describe you? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't ask that question. Uh-huh. So I asked my friends. I was like, um, how would you guys describe me? And the, the main thing is, you know, you're really about business and serious and all that. And it was interesting because, like, I'm not serious. But at the same time, I right. see where they're coming from because those boundaries I put up, mm-hmm. like, it's serious. Like, I don't play about them, the right. boundaries. So it's like, just you need to have those boundaries up. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I just, there's nothing else I can say for that. I feel like you just have to learn what boundaries are. You need to learn on a yeah, deeper yeah. level. You need to have a deep, meaningful conversation about boundaries, not just talk a Google definition. Talk you need to, to talk God. to God, seek his word, watch a TED Talk, watch a, mm-hmm. um, some other 
influence or whatever. But I will also say it's, it's not just about having boundaries, but it's also about respecting them as well. It's about so respecting your own. And respecting your yes. own, but then also, like you said, we're, we didn't grow up with boundaries. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're learning what they are, trying to have our own. And then on top of that, you're trying to respect others. And maybe you're not intentionally trying to, like, step on people's toes. Right. But it's like we're we're new to this boundary. We world. are new. We're new to mm-hmm. it. It's very difficult. For some people, it, I think for sometimes, sometimes the boundaries that we I set is, like, easier than most. And some of them is like, oh, I really need some practice. And, that, and that's the one God's like, I need you to focus on that one. Mm-hmm. I need you to focus on that one because people have been getting away with that for a little too long. A little too long. And it's been making you uncomfortable or overwhelming you or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess overall to answer to the question, the main boundary that I put up is just not being quick to say yes, but also thinking about how will I feel after I do this task, how will I feel okay. after I do X, Y, and Z. Start, starting to think about future me, like you were saying, mm-hmm. like think about how you would feel in the future. Um and then just seeing how I can make up for it in other ways. And also, I'm trying to still find that balance of knowing, like, okay, sometimes I do need to be there for others because my cup is more full than theirs. But just making sure I don't drain my cup down to their level. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like still. Like giving your all of someone. Mm-hmm, so someone. still yeah. filling my cup and mm-hmm. taking care of myself. But that's, I guess, boundaries. I love that's, it. that's what I got. I so it. what boundaries have you put in place mm-hmm. or trying to put into place to uh, maintain your own balance. Yeah, I would say one I'm definitely working on is um, just not allowing others to put more responsibilities on me, even if I'm capable of doing it. It's just about I can't do it right now. And mm-hmm. like I said, thinking of your future self, because people, I don't know about you, people love buttering me up. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, I, yeah. I see you've done this and you're so good at this leadership stuff and and it's like it's very nice. I appreciate it, but I feel also a great leader knows when they need to step to the side, take a break. They do. Like you can't march every day. You can't mm-hmm. do it every day. You have to take a bre- a break and rest and like renew yourself. You know what I mean? So I'm really just learning along with that. No, mm-hmm. um, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't say no. Sometimes I'll be like, my no is I'm gonna get right back to you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm a. I need to go open that planner and figure out. And I also, it's more of what are you asking me to do mm-hmm. and how much time, effort, and work is it going to take from me? Because I also have to know I'm in college to get my degree. That is the main focus that God has placed me here in, here for. So if yeah. someone's asking me to do something, is it completely taking my attention away from that? Is it going to drain me so that I can't even give my attention to that? You know what I mean? So it's like... I need to figure out if I'm going to overextend myself because if it's if I have to overextend myself to complete it, I'm just not going to do it because, like you said, I'm filling my cup up for others and I ain't getting nothing out of it. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. like to get something out of something. It it's not selfish, but you can't drain yourself and others are not pouring back into you. Correct. Like you just Correct. like you're filling down and everybody like you just how 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 can you continue to lift up people if you keep like draining yourself. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how if somebody can figure out that equation, do you then? But I just don't yeah. know how that can work. If you got zero, that's, how can you keep giving? That's not biblical math. That's not. It, yeah. How how can you keep giving it? If if God is giving you, is trying to shine your light and you keep dimming it for others, after a while baby, you ain't, your light bulb ain't going to work. It's just it's not going to work no more. Mm-mm. Um so you can't go to the dollar store no Menards no nothing. Nope, you're going to have to charge yourself. Charge yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to ask for 
shipping from God. Yep. This the express, fifth light ball this month. <laughs> express shipping. Express. Depending like, on how low you are, it might it might take seven to ten business days. Mm. <laughs> might take a whole month. So I just I just have to assess that with myself. Like and even and I really have to fight with myself about, okay, yes, this is very interesting. I love it. It's like, you know, when things are right up your lane, mm-hmm. but it's just like, okay, so, but you can't do it, though. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've had to learn hard work because when I did something, I was like, wow, that went totally left. And it's it's interesting that you said that, too, because for that, like, I've had to definitely ask God, like, is this my opportunity or is this somebody else's? Yes, because you, a good leader is going to step to the side. A, a good leader is going to step to the side, and I do that all the time because it's like, not every opportunity is yours. Think of it for an example. Like, if there's a scholarship and, you know, everybody's going to apply to it, like 100 people applying for it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not serious about it, if this is not my number one priority, I'm not putting 2,000% in it, like, that might just not be my opportunity. It's so why all. am I going to waste my time at all? Mm-hmm. Not saying, like, that's me giving up before I try, but it's like, if you already know you're not going to try your 100%, like, you got to ask, is this my opportunity or is this a blessing for somebody else? Exactly. And no one to step back and let them take that blessing and just and cheer for them. them. Just, I'm a clap for them. Clap for them. Cheer. Like, <laughs> that's it. Everybody's going to have, like, their turn. And imagine, like, God, like everything, like you said, everything is just, it's not for you. It's not always for you to have. Mm-hmm. Like, a good leader, I believe a good leader is going to step to the side. They're going to encourage other people to lift up their voices. And that's how I feel like you encourage other people to become leaders or become more a part of something. If I'm always taking... And not reading the room and realizing that they actually, this is the fifth time they've been here and it took them this, all this courage. I just took this moment that God, like, really tried so hard with them to get up and stand mm-hmm. up or whatever the case may be. And I just took that from them. Like, that's not that's like, what a leader does. It depends, though, because sometimes even if somebody's been waiting, like, sometimes it is your opportunity. So if mm-hmm. you really want it, it's not you didn't take it from them. You just got your opportunity. Very if true. that makes sense. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, because that's them in your life, I feel like, in mm-hmm. a way. Well, like if, I'm if, saying, I'm if you can get it and you else, want it, no, very but true. somebody else want it. But I feel like, and and you know, and I agree because in that situation, I f- I feel like the way God works, He will assess if it was really yours and if it was meant to be. Other. But I'm saying like in reading the room to see that others have been struggling with something and God's been working on it with them and giving them encouragement, and they finally was able to you know get up. So maybe that could have been their opportunity. But I'm just saying, as a leader, you never know if you continue just to take and never just like. Like you said, the scholarship, just wait and see. You know what I mean? So if you're not going to give all your effort to it, it's probably mm-hmm. not an opportunity for you then. Yeah. Obviously, just to get back to it. But, yeah, like I said, I'm just really working on trying not to overextend myself or at least meeting people halfway. I've also mm-hmm. noticed that people are not – I don't want to say willing because I've never actually asked if someone can meet me halfway because a lot of the times it's like I'm pulling the full wagon – and never mm-hmm. seeing if other people can also contribute in some way. Like, maybe they don't have all the skills that I have, or I don't have all the skills that they do, but they can help in some way. So usually I just, like, if they're asking me to do something, I'm like, okay, what can I do? And I end up, like, taking over, or they're allowing me to take over and not really helping. So it's yeah. also asking people that if I have to do the work, you got to do the work with me, and not me just putting my whole name on it and doing it by myself. Yeah, that communication is definitely good for that, too, because some people, sometimes they just don't even know. Like, they think, like, oh, she wants this whole opportunity, so they're not even going to offer themselves. But mm-hmm. it's definitely important to just communicate and say, like, I'm, I don't want to do all of this. I want to do 50-50. Right. And trusting that they're going to do their part because from what I found out is a lot of people ain't about it in real life. They're no. not. 
And that's why I'm good for a, a face-to-face conversation. I love confrontation. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And as we said in a previous episode, com- confrontation is not negative. Confrontation not. doesn't mean that you, you want to swing on somebody. It's a disagreement. But and you're just <laughs> talking about it. I'm it's just say, a regular conversation. At that point, we basically got conf- – I don't want to say it like that, but we've had confrontation. It's just mm-hmm. a, it's a disagreement, and you're trying to figure out where can I meet you, you meet me, to an agreement. Mm-hmm. But, all. yeah, it, that, that conversation is definitely important in setting your boundaries and – a lot of people don't even know your boundaries until you communicate them. Just like how I was saying, um, the you know not treating others how you want to be treated, but how they want to be treated. Elaborate. And that's why that's why communication is very important because maybe um, in my household is, is this is an example. It's normal to joke about insecurities. So like if I'm joking about it to you and you're getting upset, I'm gonna be you know I could be like, why are you taking it that seriously? Like, I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, she's tripping. But it's like she didn't like that. She didn't want me to joke about that. So it's like you can't treat others how you want to be treated. You need to treat them how they want to be treated. Like me personally, I get overwhelmed very easily. I need quiet time. So I get irritated when people keep talking and already like, you know, it's okay to have awkward silence. If you know me, like I I drive without the music. I I don't even know the last time I played some music. (laughs) And that's okay because it's like I just I but I have to communicate that boundaries because I can't. A lot of times for people, silence is, is awkward. Me, I've never, I don't even know the last time I experienced awkward silence because it's not awkward. It's peaceful. It's quiet. Um, my mind is resting. And even though it may be quiet in the room, my mind might be very loud. So mm-hmm. I have to communicate that boundary. Like, you don't have to keep talking. And, I, and you know, it's better me just communicate that than to get upset. Like, bro, why they keep talking? They won't shut up. But it's like, right. they're not doing nothing wrong. They just, mm-hmm. they just learned that you have to feel silence. So it's just me having to uh-huh. communicate that boundary. Like, I get overwhelmed. I don't want to laugh all the time. I don't want to joke. I need a moment of silence. Maybe I seem serious right now, but I need to, to. I don't need to talk. Ain't nothing funny right now. It's overwhelming but, for me right now. Right, for me. So, uh-huh. so it's just important to communicate those boundaries because, like, if, just thinking about it, like, it makes sense, though. It's quiet in a room. Somebody needs to speak. That's what society said makes sense. So it's just... Keep the conversation keep flowing. Keep the conversation flowing. So, yeah, communicate your boundaries, and they will be respected better. Do you have an example? Mm-hmm. That's just well, the first one that pops in my mind. No, I don't for, think that's I'll, the best example. No, but, no, I definitely... No, yeah. I definitely understand. I'm about to say one thing, and that's funny you talk about silence because in social work, we talk about that as well, that sometimes people don't know what to say or they don't have nothing to say and give them time. And I, mm-hmm. I agree because we sit in silence a lot. I mean, when we what do we what do we drive to? What was that? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. We was in silence for some of that. You know, and it's, it's every minute. now and then good time. But it's like if you're with a person you like and you respect and you love, it's like I'm not like oh why is she acting weird? She's not acting weird. I she has communicated that as a boundary for her and. Sometimes I, and sometimes I need to give that to her and she gives other things to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I just want to add to what you said is like. Like you said, communicate your boundaries. But when someone communicates their boundaries, please respect it. Just respect it. Because, like, I can see people just saying, like, oh, you're weird because you want to sit in silence. Think it up. If you mm-hmm. ha- if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. I feel like that is very universal. If someone communicates something with you and the fact that you don't see it as them trying to let you understand rather than leaving you in the dark, mm-hmm. maybe you're too immature for the conversation and Definitely. you need to leave. Or you're just not mentally ready. I don't understand. You know what I mean? If just if, yeah. and if and if you're not understanding, ask them to elaborate. Ask them, okay, where did that come from? And if they just say, hey, I don't want to talk about that right now, but I just don't want to leave you in the darkest while I'm just sitting here in silence or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. If someone tells you, first of all, it might take courage too, because some people found we still understanding boundaries. Yep. And some people might find boundaries weird. 
like Mary, we, you know, like for I them, said, like we, we, I, I can't like, do this. That, so you know exactly. They're like, well, why would you have that type of boundary? But you don't know what incident or experience someone has had mm-hmm. to have that boundary. So yeah. I, I just really, just really want to emphasize if someone is sharing a boundary, I feel like that's also very intimate and it takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. Please respect it. Like just even if you just nod your head and you like, what the heck. Just give yourself some time to think about it, and maybe you can understand. And if you don't, go try God. Mm-hmm. He He will give you the perspective he gonna give that you, you the need. Answer. And that made me, okay, so a better example popped up. Because this, <laughs> this happens a lot to me, but, like, say, okay, I I don't want to tell you about my, my personal health. Mm. Or, no, we're even going to say health. We're going to make it something that all friends are, so quote, unquote, supposed to share. I don't want to tell you about my romantic relationship in theory, okay? And then and we don't. And then... Let's say Monifa gets mad, like, oh, well, I will tell you this and that. Like, you being weird. Like, everybody shares that. But, see, that's a boundary that, for exactly. me, is constantly crossed. Because if I don't want to share um, certain information, that was just an example to no, I'm single. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just an example of, like, some boundaries that don't make sense. Because, you know, in theory. But like, they do. Right. So it's like, you know, that's my friend. She must not really mess with me for real because she's not telling me her business mm-hmm. that all friends share with their other friends. Mm-hmm. So boundaries like that. I think that was a better example. And no, I, that I love makes that more example. sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, and to go along with that, it's just like also think about what you're asking someone and their boundaries. Are you respecting it? Because mm-hmm. there's to me and our I think our friendship is the best it's ever been. I think we've been through a lot, and having this friendship with you have helped. It has helped me understand boundaries. It's also helped me understand what a friend is supposed to be mm-hmm. and how I'm supposed to be to a friend because. We know each other past history when it comes to friends, and it was very terrible. And like I said, there was a period in time where I was just like, ain't no way. And then God just sent me <laughs> you, and we, we've been sticking. We've been sticking together like glue, I think, very, yep. very well. But it's just like you – there's there's no, I think, aspect of a friendship where you have to tell me something. I, I mean, I would expect you to tell me something if it was your life or something like, like danger, that. You danger safety. if you needed support, like, you know, you're really going through it and you just – Feel like lost, you know, because I'm bring God into it because He's gonna help me help you. You know what I mean? But like, just going with that boundary. (laughs) Hit you up when I'm gonna hit you up with the whole Bible, okay? Old and new. Here she go with that. Old and new. Exact same verse. And we gonna repeat it. And we gonna repeat it. Talk (laughs) about it out loud. You know, shame the Mm -hmm. devil because now he ain't got nothing to hold on you. But it's Mm -hmm. just like I just love that example because if. Just think about your friendship or your relationships in life. If you're asking some, if you're like, if you're pushing something on someone and they're not giving you the response that you thought, you're probably asking the wrong things. Or, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to give it to you because it's not that if you didn't tell me that I don't think our friendship is close. That's just not my business. You will tell me if I needed to know and when it's for sure. I ain't finna tell nobody that's something like 18%. You know what I mean? It ain't got. It's not guaranteed. It's not all state in good hands. Like I'm not gonna tell right. you. I'm not gonna tell you no information like that. And it just look. I'm mm-hmm. looking crazy. So I, I just want to say, like, think about what you're asking of someone, and like, would you even want to share that? But even would if you, you want to share that, even if you if you would share that, that ain't that's that doesn't mean that, that they mean, have to. That ain't got nothing to do with them. Because if I'm willing to share, doesn't mean that they are. Because we have mm-hmm. different life. Just because we're both black women, we have different life experiences. Where I have different reasons for why I might say something. Like you like you said, in some people's household, they can joke about insecurities. There's a lot of things in my mm-hmm. household we joke about. It, it, ain't no, it ain't no dark humor or nothing. 
my brother. But mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> it's like in some other people's house, they're like, Well, y'all are mean to each other. But like it's right. us finding the light in very like life altering situations. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just I just say think about that. Just think about it. Definitely. So what has been the best and worst part about finding your balance in college? <sighs> Take the, your time. Okay. The best part is God. Point blank period. It started with God. Mm-hmm. It's, it, this all going to end with him. Just, yeah, just want to give you your glory, your praise. Okay. Because um, it's just like, like I said, when I first got to you and I was like, I would just making sure God knew I was very serious about this change in my life and that this is the life that I wanted and no longer that. But even going before all of that, when I was at Scott, it was just like the worst part. I guess, I don't know, maybe it's the best part. It's like I'm learning that I don't have to do it all the time. Like mm-hmm. I realized, and we've talked about that, like where we felt like we were, like we weren't recognizing we're 18 trying to get our lives together like we're 25 or 27. <laughs> and even then at 25, 27, you ain't got to have it all together all the time. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I really had to assess. I'm doing this, looking for these jobs, this apartment, this car, trying to balance the check, all this, the checkbook and stuff. Mm-hmm. you're 18 you ain't even started college <laughs> like that was like the finally now I've realized like that's the best part of realizing I don't ha- I can't do it all the time and even if I can it's overwhelming me you know like college is supposed to be about experiences all the things you you should do before you get out there in life you know don't go buck wild in college but I'm just saying realize what you're here for but I feel like college can provide you so many experiences and here I was not enjoying them and thinking about what to happen next and let me organize that before it happens. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, the best part. I think the worst part is that it's in college. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what else to say mm-hmm. to that because my college experience, it's been, it's been good and it's been, like, it's, like, been really good and then, like, really bad. There has been no in-between. Yeah. Maybe until now. Like, right now I'm doing pretty well. I think maybe it's because it's my last year. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It wrap is it what it is. We we want to wrap it up real quick anyway. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, I think that's, like, the worst part of it. But, I don't know, the best part is always that God is there for me and that, like, when I feel overwhelmed or stranded, like, I've been, and it's, been something talked about at church in the sermons but like that all the time we feel like we're always on a peak like that's what we want to be but mm-hmm. you have to go through valleys so that's something that I've been going through recognizing like I've been in the valley for about a month and a half maybe two and mm-hmm. like that my light is still as bright here as on a peak so I'm right. just figuring out how to work with my light and get and allow God to get me through this valley so yeah so what about you what has been the best and worst parts of like finding balance in college um, I would say that there are no worst parts just because I'm at a point where I'm being very much more accepting of my journey and mm-hmm. process. But my best part is also um, just strengthening my relationship with God, finding God. And because um, I would say, like I already mentioned beginning of this episode, that my balance is the best right now that it's ever been. But I've been a believer the all like the last two years I've been in college as well. But this is the only time where I've really made room for him, and mm-hmm. I haven't budged at all with that room. I wake up in the morning. Sometimes, you know, my mornings don't go as planned, but I, I'd rather be late for class than to miss my, my time with God in the morning. And, mm-hmm. and that, that happens 
when I'm late to class, it's not because I woke up late. I do not. I promise you, I don't wake up late. I wasn't well, I, doing what y'all was doing last night. I promise you, I don't wake up late because my I alarm be set. <laughs> my alarm be set. But yeah, when I'm late, it's because I I was too deep into prayer. I didn't feel like cutting it short because of no class. Period. But um, yeah, don't professors. They they probably ain't listening, but. I hope that's a, a good enough reason to be late to class. I back well, my up. book it is. I, I back them on ten points, please. <laughs> right, get, give them back, please. Give them back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like finding God was definitely the best part about finding balance because it's one thing to like learn the scripture and memorize it, but to actually believe it is one thing. And mm-hmm. understanding that like I can do anything as long as I can do anything through Christ. So it's like just taking that time every morning, every night throughout the day. Mm-hmm. just spending ample amount of time with him. This is the most I've been. I spend, I feel like before why I was having such bad balance is because I was putting him, he wasn't last. I wasn't putting him last. But I was definitely like school is most important. My money wasn't first. is most important. Like I need to turn this assignment on time and I need to get an A in this class. But it's like mm-hmm. I'm still doing good academically, but I'm not stressing that. Like I, if I have an assignment due, but I feel like praising, I'm going to choose praising first. And I feel like that's why that's why my school is doing so well. Because, exactly. like, I gave him the space. You know, I'm, I'm giving him, not saying I'm giving him a perfect amount of time. Like, there's always, there's there's more room to grow. Always. There's always more room to grow. But I just feel like he wanted even allow me to be as successful as I am in my balance if I wasn't making that time for him. Mm-hmm. If I was putting school above, he he's going to teach me one way or the other that you need me and you need to remember that you need me. You need you to come need back me to for me. this, okay? Right. You need me for this. <laughs> right. So it's like I can't just say thank you and then, like, ignore him. And, you know, I can't just be there for him when he gives me something. So I think um, just having that exchange, making sure that I make time for God, mm-hmm. it's helped me so much more academically in my focus and – Focusing on my health and taking care of my body, which I've been I've been doing better of this semester as well. Um, I still eat unhealthy food. I'm not gonna lie, but I've been taking them vitamins and that iron. Girl, pudding. you and you me know I've been trying to do a little something. So you and me both. But it's been making a difference. That's all I'm gonna mm-hmm. say. But yeah, that was the best part about finding balance for me. Yeah, and I just want to add to that because it just reminded me of like you said, just dedicating time to God. And it was I was like just in a moment of journaling and everything and I have like these Bible journal props or whatever and it just made me think of like and it, and it changed my view and just to made me realize that I'm not doing as much and I could do so much more. And like you said, there's always room for growth. But it was like if God treated you how you treat him, mm-hmm. how would you feel? That's the one that gave me every day. I was thinking about that the other day. And it, and it's like Mm-mm-mm. that's the one time I said, okay, Holy Spirit, you ate, you ate, but please sit down. <laughs> you ate real, you, you ate, ate real bad. But please, and it's ate just you like, up. please, for anybody, please Mm-mm. remember that because it is hard. Please give yourself grace because it's not, it's not easy every day to wake up. And like you said, I'm gonna wake up on time, and like it, the day may not go well, but picking up that cross and spending time with Him, it's mm-hmm. not easy. You. First of all, I tell people, turn like giving God your life, that was kind of the easy part. Kinda, saying the words, it the, was, it's the after. <laughs> it was kind of the easy part. Like, and, and I'm not dimming how hard it was for people to realize that. Mm-hmm. But now, I, I think I'm still freshly new to it, but it's just like now being in it, periods of isolation, I've gone through the valleys, the peaks. That was really the easy part because, like, bro, it gets harder and harder. But it's, like, it's just because God knows you're so much greater and he mm-hmm. wants to pull that out of you. It's just just you saying that just reminded me of that because I was, like, because there's time I'm, like, I'm on TikTok. What could you be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's not reading your Bible, sometimes, like, 
I've there was a time where I switched like from watching other TV shows. They weren't bad. I like watching old school TV shows. They weren't bad, but it was mm-hmm. just like started watching The Chosen. That's still spending time with him and understanding his story and getting the visual of it. So it's just trying to figure out things in my life where I can give more time to him mm-hmm. than being a part of where like when I go when I'm going to class, I don't even wear my headphones no more. Mm-hmm. And before I would have gospel music, which is fine, but now I'm just like, let me just talk to him mm-hmm. because I'm not feeling so well right now. I got 10 minutes before I get to class. God, I need you to perform the miracles you yeah, be talking I'm, about. I be down bad. I ain't like, gonna lie. I get caught every week talking to myself out loud. And I was just about to say, I know people out be looking loud, at me. So Why is her problem. face looking like that? Because God <laughs> just put me in my place and I don't know how to handle it. But I've been getting real comfortable talking to myself out I know, loud. I know they be like, there she go. They they probably thinking something, you know, mm-hmm. mentally wrong with me. That's fine. Um, it. It's, it's, it's God. It's God <laughs> within me. But, no, I definitely have you on the just, like, I – that was my start of like, let me get more into gospel music with the headphones. But now I'm just like, I just need to hear his voice. Right. All this noise, like you said, silence. I just need to hear his voice. Like in the morning, it's so nice because it's usually cold just when people just walk and you hear in shoes. Mm-hmm. I just need to hear his voice because like I'm finna get into this classroom. 50 minutes, I'm finna be away from him because I got to focus on something else. And I'm just not feeling up to par. And I just need like encouragement or like. You know, even if I'm not feeling up to par today, it may not be my best day. It's still, like, there's still a blessing because God woke me up and I can still have these conversations with him. Mm-hmm. So. That made me want to take a walk. <laughs> it's getting cold, y'all. It's getting cold. No, it, it is. Um, Sometimes I'm, I'm going to try to go to, like, our uh, greenhouse or botanical. I don't know what they call it on Botanical. Because ours is. Indoor. It's, it's I would call it something different. It might be greenhouse. That's why I think I said it. But I I don't know. It's just I'm going to try right. to spend more time in there, especially for, like, the winter, the cold. Yeah. It's just, like, just spending more time with him because it's, like, I need to cut off the noise and hear him. If if I turn down the world a little bit more. Yeah. And turn, turn him, him up. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. That's the equation. Mm-hmm. That's a biblical equation right there, okay? That is there biblical math. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think. All right. Any final thoughts or words of encouragement? Um. I don't know if you if you just feel unbalanced and and it's going to happen. I also want people to know that it's going to happen. Like there's no way you just go through life always balanced. If you do, mm-hmm. round of applause. You need the Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know how you do it. You need to tell us the equation, but overall you will have some some times in your life you will be unbalanced cuz like we said before you drop things cuz they're done. And you pick up something else. And it's even, yeah. like, moving out of state. That can cause a lot of unbalance because you got to, like, pick up your life and mm-hmm. go somewhere else and set it up there. So just always count on God. Count on him because, like, he will never leave nor forsake you. He mm-hmm. has a good and pleasing will. And I I don't, I don't love God. I don't. I wish there's so much I can just say because, like, how he has turned, transformed my life. But it's just, like, he has shown me over and over and over again that I can count on him. He is dependable, reliable, and it's like, even when I'm asking of so much, he's like, you're not. You know what I mean? Like, I wish you would have came to me sooner. So I'll, I just want to say, count on him. Even when you feel like you got everything balanced, ask him how you can keep it going. Ask him if you're doing everything mm-hmm. okay. Am I, am I picking up something? Like you said before, I'm going to go back to him and ask him if it's okay before. And that reminded me, because I saw a video on TikTok. It said, we're not doing it because I said so. We started doing it because God said so, and that's the point. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the full sentence. God, why can't you do it? God said so. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, that's that. He didn't even give me a reason why. He just said because I said so. Yeah, and that's There we that. go. You got anything? Be obedient. No, for real, any last words? Um, 
it's funny because I almost started singing when you was talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I can't sing for real, so they 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 wouldn't want that. Um, no, for real, go ahead, mm-mm, give it to them. No, just praise him. That's what I'm gonna say to the choir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't, they don't they gonna click off the video so they, they hear me start singing. But um, my final words would just you know thank you for listening to us. But like it's up to you to find your balance, mm-hmm. and we're just sharing our experience and. Hopefully there's some value in what we said to help you find your balance. And it's always going to be a journey. Like, we're not here giving advice and we're not saying no. that. Because if you can see here, our journey like, is it's a little. This balance ain't going to last forever. This uh-uh. balance probably be gone by the time I'm, winter break come around. Might be FaceTime and Kiki talking about, girl. Next semester, I feel like it's a, it's a semesterly thing where you have to refine your balance every Cause semester. Because last semester did beat us up. It did. So there's, ne- there's never just one system. Um, <clears throat> I guess the only thing I would say is, you know, see, see God. Ask, ask him. It's okay to ask. Your parents and your friends, but like, take that with a grain of salt. Take that with a grain of salt and just see what God has to say above all else. Take that with a bucket of salt. But that's all we got. <laughs> that's a whole bucket. A whole bucket. A whole bucket. Matter take of fact, it. the sidewalk salt. There but anyway, go. and there we go because that does all die. So there we go. All right, well, that concludes today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all the love. We post episodes biweekly on Mondays and biweekly on our Thursdays on YouTube. You can reach us on our website at blackgirlincollege.com and on our Instagram at Podcast to give us some feedback. And also to see what we are working on. So we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.